Welcome to the Parent Trap Podcast, where we give you culturally relevant parenting advice. I am your host, Laria, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share our episodes with your other parent friends. And follow us on all social media at the Parent Trap Pod. Hey guys, welcome back to the Parent Trap Podcast. I hope last week's episode was a blessing to you. I hope it helped you navigate the holidays. I hope you enjoyed your week off and that you use some of those tools to progress, to excel, to handle your grief, and just to be a better individual. I hope it blessed your spirit. So we're going to move right along. And if you, hold on, if you still need to prepare because Christmas is coming up, go listen to Stressed and Triggered again. If you are having anxiety about being around your family definitely go listen to stress and triggered again it, i'm sure it'll be a blessing to you and i hope that um you know this episode does the same thing so what we're going to talk about today is restoring this is probably going to be 10 minutes tops hopefully y'all i'm going to give you some tips on how to restore your child you may be stressed you may be triggered but what tools do you use to get back together um or get their mind back on track And I'm giving you the best tool, my favorite tool, which is the word of God. The word of God, y'all. I can't tell you how many times that the word has just sharpened me, fulfilled me, calmed me, redirected me, given me peace and helped me in my troubles. And I do believe that families, what's the quote? Families that pray together, stay together. No, but families should have their devotion time with the Lord, have their time where you read and study together or pray together. It shouldn't just be dependent on the church. And we should be students of the word, not students of our pastors anyway. But yeah, we don't get into that today. But I do want to share with you different tips on how me and my son study the Bible together or how we have devotion time together. All right, so rock with us. So one, um, when he was younger on our way to school, we would always pray in the car, read the word. We'll all talk, me, him, and my nephew, we would talk about what the scripture means to us, how we can apply it to our life. If it's somebody else that we feel like we can say it to, to encourage them. So yeah, but we will, in the morning, first, putting God first, Um, if we didn't do it at home, most of the time, honestly, it was in the car on the way to school. I'll just be honest, but starting off your day with putting God first and starting off your day with the foundation of God is the first thing I'm going to have poured into me. So we would either read the verse of the day or read a certain scripture passage. And like I said, certain words, if the kids don't know the definitions, I'll define them. Everybody will talk about, you know, when you read that, what do you hear? What do you think that means? Everybody will say what they think it means. How do you apply it to your life? And then if the meaning was kind of off, knowing basic hermeneutics, hermeneutics is the who, what, when, where of the Bible. Like who's speaking, who wrote it, um, who are they speaking to, what is the context of the culture, the time, the settings, because all that matters. So knowing that, I'll break down the scripture for them, whether they're... um, response or interpretation was accurate and give supporting scriptures if it was or wasn't so then we'll discuss it and we'll pray over it 
Say, for instance, there's a scripture that's talking about staying focused, uh, being diligent. We'll pray, Lord, help me to be diligent today during my schoolwork. I, I declare your word and will quote the scripture over myself that I may be fluid in it. So that's like a way to pray. And for those of you that don't know how to um, pray, like after you're studying your word, you don't know how to pray. You can always just say the Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. That's Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And the Lord's Prayer is just, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. And you can just say the Lord's Prayer, but in praying, and even in the Lord's Prayer, there's certain things that are done in this prayer that I personally incorporate in every prayer, which is repentance, forgive us our debts and our debtors, um, worship and reverence to God, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, um, holy is your name, that's what that means. And even the end, for you are the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Just exalting God, reverencing him, um, and also declaring, your kingdom come. That is a declaration that has commanded something to happen. Uh, give us today our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread, whichever version. That is declaring what you need from God. So when you pray, if you're praying on your own, make sure you repent. You exalt God and you thank him. And, you know, hallelujah, give him some praises and then ask for what you need. Ask for what you want. Declare over and declare over yourself what the word of God said. So we'll have a devotion time. Talk about how we perceive that, how it applies to our life and then pray. And then also in praying, I would always say, you know, pray for somebody else, whether it's somebody you feel like needs this scripture or just someone who you think needs to be prayed for. Like if there's a friend at school going through a rough time or a teacher that's been mean to you this week or a family member, we'll just pray for somebody. So that is one way we would read the word together that I encourage families to do. There's also like several workbooks. You can just Google them like family Bible study tools or family devotional books where you can do the devotion where it'll do that for you to give you a scripture, give you a breakdown and have a little prayer. And that's another method. And the third method is something I recently came up with, y'all. This was by way of the Holy Spirit. So, me and my son was having a rough time. As y'all know, I was out here struggling. Parenting, a teenager. So, what the Lord... I, I had a few scripture I wanted to give him. Like, I wanted to give you these. But the Lord was like, but also, he has some things he made need to give you two because you didn't handle the season properly I'm like Oop. so literally we end up reading Proverbs 10 together and we what what we'll do and we'll do this for a few days because the more you intake something the easier it is to remember and the more it sits in your spirit so we will read Proverbs 10 verse by verse I'll do the evens he do the odds or vice versa and then at the end of reading Proverbs 10 I'll say hey Go back to what stood out for you and write down a verse for you to meditate on and study. And we both went down and wrote down a verse for ourselves that we felt spoke to us. 
And then I said, okay, now I want you to pick a verse out of this chapter for me that you feel like I need. And I will do the same for you. And he picked out a really good verse for me. I really needed it. Um, it was about being consistent and working hard and something. And I gave him one about accepting correction. And I like, you know, do you know why I gave you that? And he's like, yeah, I can see. And I literally saw instant change. Like he became more gentle. He even when I correct him on something, he'll just do it or be like, hey, why haven't you cleaned it? I'm sorry, mom. Let me get to it. I'm like, what? It was almost instant. So. The next day we did the same thing, read the passage, but we read the verses we gave to each other and just defined them a little bit more, whether that was looking over a word or praying or declaring it over ourselves. And we did that for a few days and then next week we'll do a different passage. So that's a great way to help and it gives opportunity for you to cover your child in blind spots they may see and then it also gives your child a way to communicate with you through the word of God on things they feel like you need to improve on so I was so excited about that bible study technique and I'm just gonna you know share that with y'all I'm gonna do a quick recap of the three tips I just gave you all and hopefully you take some of these tools one or all three and study with your child because yes we can use um, our words and set boundaries to help us cope with stress or grief, but it's also the word of God that changes us. It's also the word of God that transforms us. The scripture says that the word of God is like a two-edged sword, piercing a, a two-edged sword. No matter which way you swing it, it's going to cut. And this is not a bad cut. This is like a refining a shaping, a pruning, it's cutting through the layers that the enemy has put on top of all the glory that God has in you. So those three Bible study methods, it's just one, just picking the verse of the day, talking about it and praying over it. Two, getting yourself a family Bible study book or resource guide or devotional to where you can go through that together. Or three, you guys reading a passage together picking a scripture to meditate on and picking a scripture for other people in your Bible study to meditate on, like kind of their blind spot. Like, Hey, you may not know you need this, but you need to read a little more on pride or you need to read a little more on giving, or you need to read a little more on being gentle with your words. And that is a way and we build community around the Bible, hold one another accountable and study the word of God. So this was just informational I hope these tools really help you. I hope these tools are um, a blessing and beneficial to your family. Or if you have any Bible study tools, please share them. Our email is in the show notes. Send them to us so that we can share with other families. But those are just three that I know of that I use and work with my child that have been very beneficial and been a blessing to my life. So. That's all I got for y'all this week. Make sure y'all come back next week for another episode of the Parent Trap Podcast.